Welcome, welcome, welcome. It feels so good to be back. Um, I missed the first episode of season two of The Ball Log, but it feels great to be back with my sisters. Um, I am Mike Lindsay. And I am Jessica Gwynn. And I am Kim Ogg. And we're here for another episode of Ball Log, our second episode of season two. Um, just want to thank you guys for always listening and supporting us um, through all of our platforms. I'm going to kick it over to Jess so she can do her brief thank yous and her shout outs and brands oh. we support. All righty. Thank you, Mike. So, first of all, um, thanks again for joining season two, episode two. Super excited for you guys to be joining us. I do want to shout out our recent contest winner. Um, so, Crystal Burton at C Burton 12 won our latest contest where she won signature tees from Jordan Horston and Jillian Hollingshed from Orange Mountain Designs. So she won that after a um, contest from our first episode of season two, where we interviewed Jordan Horston. If you haven't heard that, most definitely check it out. Also, um, special shout out to our very dear Lady Ball friend, who is near and dear to me, Mike, uh, Kim, and several, several Lady Ball um, fans. Collie B's Mommy KC, um, just want you to know that we're here for you. We're cheering you on and um, hoping to you know, hear from you soon. Um, so we'll just continue to keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Also, you know, usually we're shouting out certain followers um, who are very engaged with us. Uh, however, we have so many now that uh, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been joining the ball log, following us, listening to us. We're just shy of 1,500 followers, so that's pretty great since we just started this last year. Uh, thank you for your continued support. As we're in season two, also I want to shout out any brands that want us to give you shout outs. Um, please get in touch with any of us. Um, so send us a, a message on Twitter, reach out to us individually. Um, we'd be happy to spotlight your business. Um, so again, just give us a shout out for that. With that, I'm going to hand it over to Mike to kick off uh, our show for the day. All right. Thanks, Jess. Um, today's show, we're going to just do our brief overview of what we think the season will be like. We'll preview some games, not the whole schedule, um, some of the important out-of-conference and in-conference games. We'll also look at some projections of where we feel we'll be um, at the end of the season and just have a great show for you guys. So um, the first out-of-conference game we're going to talk about, of course, is the game this week. Um, Tuesday, we play Ohio State. It's a homecoming game for our great Jordan Horston, who was on our first episode. Um, what are some of your thoughts for this game? Let's kick it off to Kim first. The biggest thing that I see in this game is they've got their point guard, Madison Green, back. Um, I think she missed last year with an ACL tear, but she was pretty good her freshman and sophomore year. But I don't think we're really going to have any problems. We're too big. <laughs> yeah, I stand, I stand with your sentiment on that, too, um, Kim. I think – our size for, for Ohio State, um, I like what McGruff seems to get out of his players. Um, they always have a player or two that can like when, when you look at a player like Kelsey Mitchell um, a few years ago. Um, they always have that point guard. I think they had – who was that Braxton Miller they got from – is that yeah. Oklahoma State um, who could light it up last year? Um, and then they had a young lady who I think transferred to LSU – um, who was on there last year, but he always has a point guard or two that can 
um, give you good points and stuff. Um, and that one post player that can rebound a little bit, um, but we're just going to be too much for them, in my opinion. And it's a home game for Jordan, so I know she'll have a huge amount of family in the building. So we'll want to win and show off for her. Um, what are your thoughts, Jess? Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to win that game. Ohio State is number 14 preseason. I don't know if that's an accurate ranking or not. Of course, they've got Mike Sill, the guard, on her third school. It's interesting to see these different teams and how many players who are on their third schools. Definitely a trend with the uh, the transfer portal. Um, I do think it's cool, too. Um, Jordan's going to get to play with her former teammate, Madison Green. I think they played AAU together. Um, she was um, – I think Big Ten all-conference selection in 2021 and was injured last year. But I do think we're going to be too much for them. Uh, I think it's going to be a home game for us, too, despite it being in Columbus. From what I understand and what I've heard um, from different news media outlets that Jordan's whole high school basketball team will be there. Her dad is coaching again. His team's going to be there. All of Jordan's family and friends. So I think we're going to see a lot of orange and summit blue in that arena. So I look forward to that game and I think we do pull away that one is on the Big Ten Network too so if anyone is wondering where you can watch that I know for me I actually have the Big Ten Network and Mike you're able to watch it how did you say Um, if you have the Fox Sports app if you have that you'll still need to log in with your um, TV provider so you just download the Fox Sports app and it should be the Big Ten Network is on there that's how I'll be able to watch it so so can you still do that if you don't have the Big Ten network if you subscribe um you may not be able to i'm not sure about that um kim i'm i don't think so but if it's through your cable provider you can um and if not i don't know i'll I'll try to find another avenue for those and we can list it on our um um, on tuesday i'll look for that today when we um the the and I also think our fans travel well as well. So a lot of people are saying they're going to that opening game Tuesday mm-hmm. night. So I that'll think, be exciting. I think to Jordan see. said that her elementary school team or middle school team was going to be there too. Yeah, yeah there's so no telling. It'll be cool to see that. And the boys' uh, high school team from Afrocentric is going to be there also. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. So the grandbaby's excited about the Lady Balls season starting. Apparently, yeah. She's really yeah. excited today. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the next game. It's a home game on the 14th. We play Indiana. Um, I think that'll be a good matchup. Indiana is always a good team. The last few years, they've been even better. Um, so we play them home. We played them a couple years ago in their place, and we, we won. So um, we did win, right? I'm just making sure I said, I said it correct. Yeah, we did. I believe. Yes, I, we I, did. I when we played, we it, played at Indiana. Yeah. Um, and, and it was so a close were, game, though. I do remember that. They were ranked, and, and we were ranked as well. And I believe they start off this season ranked as well. Um, yeah, they were actually number 11 preseason, Mike, and they were 24-9 okay. last year. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that dynamic. They 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 like to get out and run, um, and I think we'll do the same thing. But I think also we'll be just too much for them um, with yeah. our inside presence and our athleticism. I think that'll be a, a problem for them. Um, what about you, Jeff? Yeah, I think we'll definitely win that one too. Um, they only have two seniors. We definitely match up well size-wise. 
Um, you know, we're definitely going to be bigger than them. We're going to be bigger than most teams we play. Um, interesting tidbit too, Chloe Moore McNeil, if you remember that name, she played definitely with Tess in high school. They went to the same high school, so she probably played played with Edie some. Um, so that'll be cool just to see those two match up. But I definitely have us coming out on top of that too. I just think our our size, our speed, um, our athleticism is it's going to be hard for teams to overcome this year. Do you have any thoughts on that game? Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, how many did they lose to graduation? They've got a few transfers coming in, but. I don't know how many they lost, Kim, but I did notice they only have two seniors on the team. So it's a young team. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think they had a few stay for the COVID year last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. They kind of had a good, because we played them, if not, if I'm not mistaken, 2020 in the COVID year. Yeah. I think last, back. Yeah. So I think they lost um, a few pieces, but um, due to them being like fifth-year COVID seniors or whatever. So it'll be an interesting game to see. It's at home, so it works well for us. Let's get into the battle for Atlantis. Our lovely co-host, Jess, will be in the building representing, so she'll get some love. Super excited. Um, yeah. Our first game we play, and I'm excited to see us play them. I, I don't, I, I don't think they ever should have been off of our schedule. Um, but being able to play records, it won't be the same without Coach uh, Stringer there. But we have a former Lady Vol on the opposite sideline, um, yeah. working as an assistant coach in Nikki McCray. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that? Anyone can start. So again, I, I think we win. You know. The, Got a new coach, so that's going to be different for them to adapt. I was trying to think, too. Nikki McRae and Kelly, did they overlap at all? It would have been really close. If they overlapped, it would have only been one year. But I'm, I'm excited for McRae to have a new home. Um, you know, from a matchup standpoint, I, I think we're going to win that one. I hate to say relatively easy because um, yeah, nothing comes eight, easy. They've only got eight on their roster. Yeah, yeah we're going to wear them out. About eight, <laughs> and then they may have some – walk-ons by then or some practice yeah. players that's able to play. But that shouldn't be an issue. It should be an easy start to the tournament for us. <clears throat> if we win, we have a few possible opponents. Um, Louisville, South Dakota State, UCLA, Marquette, Texas, and Gonzaga. I already know who the ladies want us to play, but, <laughs> but I'm going <laughs> to let you ladies throw it out to who you guys feel we would play um, and if we're going to win this um, tournament? You know, I would have said Texas, but I was, I had a conversation actually with a couple players on the team. They want to rematch with Louisville um, from the sweet 16. So from that perspective, I'm going to go with Louisville, but it's, it's just always nice to have a matchup against Texas and play against Vic and, and come on top, come out on top. Are you, what are you thinking on that one, Kim? Yeah, I mean, I see where the players are coming from because yeah. of the Sweet 16, but my preference is to play Texas because, number one, after, what, almost 30 years, they did not schedule uh, a regular season game with us, which makes me mm -hmm. think that Vic thought he would probably lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also and, think that's sour grapes for him not getting the recruit he wanted and us getting her in the transfer portal. If that's what you was about to say, Kim. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then us, you know, he was pretty all right that Kelly beat him at TBA last year, too, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just always sweet beating Texas, just because, like you said, Mike, we've played him for 30-some years, and it's just something that's traditionally been on our schedule, whereas we don't play Louisville that often. Mm-hmm. And then it's always Well, the you can't tell me that they – I mean that—that's a given every year. How could that yeah. not exactly. know, work? The only thing to get that I could think is because they're joining the SEC. So I know in football, we removed the Oklahoma uh, football series because they're joining the SEC in a few years. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but yeah, I maybe. heard about I a, state, a stadium or something they're trying to build there too, and they didn't want to. There's a whole bunch of things I heard as well, but I think yeah. that, that game should have happened. You got the UT, UT, the orange, the orange. Oh yeah, too much. Just classic of, of why it should have happened. But I'm, I'm on the I'm on um course with either one. I would love that rematch against Louisville, but I also would love to just not see either of them make the finals and not mm-hmm. play somebody else. I would love to see us play. Um, a team like Gonzaga, who consistently shoots the three-point ball well. Um, UCLA has a few good good pieces, um, and they're all always kind of there early on in the season. Um, so it would have been an early game and maybe a good matchup. But they, they have a True. new coach this year, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Didn't their coach retire last year? UCLA's? Yes. No. She's still there. Okay. I'm, I'm mixing up. I think I'm mixing up Arizona State. Which one is Charlie Thorne? Was Charlie Thorne? Oh, that's Arizona, Arizona okay. State. Okay. Yeah, I'm mixing up. Um, but I, I think UCLA always have a, a good um, mix of players, so I wouldn't mind. But either one works for me. I just think this is our tournament, and I think it shapes up well for us yeah. and, and our future aspirations for this season. Definitely. Next up, December 4th, we're at home. Um, game. Um, um, they have a new piece, a new addition they added to the portal. And um, Ashley Awusu from Maryland um, to go along with Kitley. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts there? You know, I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, I do think, you know, based on last year, we played pretty well against them, and I thought TK had her way with Kitley. Uh, I think that'll be the same this year, especially with more pieces around Tamari. Awusu, um, she looks good compared to – I hate to say, you know, she looks like she's more in shape, but she does. So I'm curious to see what she does. They're a very tenured team. Um, it's a home game, though, so I think that definitely will help us, and I do think we come out on top of that one. Um, probably won't be easy, though, I don't think. Yeah, I think – I think Marta will be a big piece in this game. But I don't think that um, Kitley is very, very good, but she struggles with somebody that's as big or bigger than her. Yeah, someone else her size or bigger. I agree. And and I'm looking forward to this rematch because I think – I don't think Tamari gets the credit she deserves. And I think it's because most people look at her, oh, she's only a defender. And they don't see, hey, and on offense, there's often three, four people around her um, because we don't have that extra person. 
um, that she can play off, that can hit that shot. So when you look at a player like Rakiv, she's playing some four this year. Um, Marta, um, Sarah, if we got Justine, you got um, Jillian, and you got Franklin who won't get on the boards. Um, Tyro, you can't have that where you're going to double and try to triple her. Um, and like you guys say, Kitley has has been known in, in matchups with bigger players to kind of fold or players her same size to kind of fold against them. Um, so that'll be an interesting matchup to see. Their coach always coaches them well and have them prepared to play. They always win games. Um, you, don't, you don't think they'll win, but they then also lose games you don't think they should lose. So that'll be interesting yeah. to see how um, they play and they come into our home. But I don't, I don't think we lose that game either. I don't um, either. I do like the series, though. I will say I like that yeah. home and away series with Virginia Tech. I do too. It's 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 closer to where I live, so right. I'll keep it going. I'll be able to hopefully catch the game next time it's in Virginia. Um, next game, UCF, December fourteenth. Of course, it's home again. Um, this is a, this is a game I'm kind of looking forward to. Although they had a few transfers, um, their coach left and they brought in um, the coach. Um, I think it's is it Satia um, Messer. Satia, yeah, Messer. Kind of with Monkey and then at LSU last year with Monkey. So I'm excited to see her finally be a head coach. I think she was responsible for a lot of. Kim's success the last few years, and I, I I don't think she got the credit she deserves. So I'm I'm interested to see what she does with this UCF team and the players that have left, stayed, and the players she was able to get convinced to come and play with her for her first year. What are what are your you guys thoughts? I'm curious to know, and it's more a question for you, Mike. Obviously, UCF, you know, under their previous coach. They were a very defensive team. Do you think that will be their identity under Messer, or do you think it'll be more offensive production? I think it'll be still defensive. Center. I, I really do. I think that's what she's always wanted it to be. Um, I think it'll be more balanced offense. If you, if you know most monkey offenses, she wants the ball in the post. She don't want mm-hmm. any three-point shooting. Um, I think you won't get that from Messer. I think she'll want the ball spread around a little bit. She'll want players to take that that three-point shot, where it's kind of monkeys like get it inside, and and I don't want that many threes. Um, So I I definitely think that'll be the difference. I think defensively, they won't be as great defensively because the coach that was there previously, who's currently at Georgia, just was – so that defense she she ran was like – second to none to, like, the Rutgers. Oh, yeah. I remember so, playing them last year. Yeah, it, it'll be – it won't be that defense, but I think it'll still – they'll still be a yeah. little defensive-minded. What are your thoughts, Kim? Yeah, I think uh, Coach A took several of her better players with her to Georgia, so I, I'm seeing them as a little bit of a rebuild. I don't – I don't foresee us having any problems with them. Our – that's right. Um, <laughs> the people are not going to be able to. Yeah, I love you. Um, Thanks, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sweet girl. But anyway, um, 
Well, I lost my train of thought. You say people aren't going to be able to. They're not going to. I mean, our debt is just going to lower it somewhere. People are. Yeah. I know our depth, size, and athleticism. I mean, and who do you guard? That's the thing. It's hard for me to even think that we're even going to lose a game because I just. Yeah, I think I I think it'll be even South Carolina does not have the depth that we have. I mean, the experience depth that we have. I think that's going to be the factor in, in most of our games, especially this next game, is is one that I think because of where we're playing. Um, and the side they do have that can match up with us um, could be interesting. We played them on the 18th of December at their place. Um, I think that's the matchup, one of the marquee matchups. I think for us, what works in our favor is we have a point guard. We have, and not saying we didn't have one last year, but I think we all know Walker's better off at off the ball. And um, BK, it was her first year, so this year adding um, Powell to the mix um, and being able to have her as that point guard, where um, Stafford really is in flux at the point guard position. Yeah, um, Haley Jones will play a lot of the point guard, and she plays well there. But I think we all know she's probably better at the two or three spot. Um, so she's playing it out of necessity in that because that's where she's better to get to play. <clears throat> so I'm interested to see that matchup 6-7 versus 6-7, 6-8. Um, Betts and Key, although Betts is a freshman, and then you got the Brink matchup versus the Jillian or the, or the Franklin. Um, and then you got Fran coming off the bench possibly, or even if she's starting. Um, with her ability to dunk, and we, we've heard about Horston's points increasing her vertical. So I'm interested to see that game. What about you guys? Yeah, the same. I think it's a toss-up game, really. I, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Stanford does without the whole sisters because, you know, they were definitely leaders. Um, Haley, I mean, it's really Haley Jones and Cameron Brink's team, right? Um, but we do match up well with both of those. So, yeah, I mean – I think it's a toss-up. We definitely can win this game, though. I, I think we can win every game, to, to Kim's point. It's just really hard to go completely undefeated in, in a basketball season. It's long. Um, but I'd like to see us win that. We really need, you know, a, a big win like that. I think that would be just good for the program, good for our confidence, especially based on when we're playing them, getting ready to head into the SEC season. I'm curious to see how Betts will, um, will be. Do you think she'll start this year? That's what think I was wondering. Yeah, That's, I'm curious to see It was talks that they may go big and they may yeah. bat Sprint, Belibi, I forgot who else they said, and then Jones. So it'll be interesting to see if they start her at the five and then they do Brink at the three because she can handle the ball and shoot a little bit with Belibi at the uh, four. And then I don't know who would play the two guard. Um, I haven't really looked at their roster, but um, I think depending on who they match up against. But let's be honest, when you look at their schedule and some of the other schedules of some of the teams this year, um, that's a topic for another show. But I don't think they'll be challenged much in non-conference. So um, having, having to start her is probably – Yeah. If they want to have her ready for the tournament. Because with the teams that they play outside of us, I don't think they play. Let me see if I can look at their schedule real quick, or you guys may. 
No. Um, right on. I uh, think uh, South Carolina uh, plays Stanford before we do. Yeah. And so do we'll they be, play before us? Uh, yeah. We'll be able to kind of see, but I don't think they're non conference outside of us and, and South Carolina are really that tough. Um, I don't think they, let me see. Yeah, I th- South, and while you look that up, Mike, on the 20th. Um, oh, on the 20th? Yeah, of November. And then they play uh, us on the 18th. And that's it. Everybody else that's is in it. their conference. Uh, uh, they ha- Yeah, everybody else is in their conference. Those yeah, they've got a relatively easy path that's looking at the schedule. I just pulled it up, too. That's yeah, crazy. So, it's crazy, so, some of these team schedules. <laughs> yeah, so <Austin, laughs> Like you said, that's a topic for another show entirely. Yeah. So they South Carolina early, and then they play us in December. But outside of that, you got Grambling, Hawaii, Florida, Florida Gulf Coast, who previous years were good, but now with the young lady, um, Bell is it Bell? That's an, uh, Kirsten Bell. Um, yeah, she's now yep. in the WNBA. So outside of that, the rest of the teams on their schedule aren't aren't that good. Outside of their conference, when you look at Arizona, UCLA is. Is probably going to be a tough team. Oregon, Oregon State may bounce back, but their non-conference is pretty weak. So I, I could see them trying to start um, bets just to get her acclimated um, and have her ready for the tournament. Yeah, that'll be a fun game to watch, just matchup wise. Yeah, bets is going to be. I mean, she's good, but. Um... She's got size, but the physicality is going to be a rude awakening for her. Yeah, and and I think at high school she spent a lot of time away from the bat. Although she played the post, she was given um, freedom to kind of roam as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how she she plays with a team that like a Boston who's back to the basket or, or right. who's back to the basket, and those two players who. Uh, or even a, a, a Franklin who can back to the basket, but then you also have a Jillian who can face up. Boston can face up a little bit. And and, and so it'll be an interesting thing to see. Um, next we have UConn, which we are all looking forward to. I don't think it'll be what it what it was without Paige being there. And then they just lost one of their promising freshmen. Um, yeah. But we played them you know on 26 at home. They're still number six preseason, which yeah. is just crazy to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I think rough. I think UConn's going to have a struggle this year. I mean, again, they don't play a hard schedule, um, but once they do play those hard teams, you know, South Carolina should beat them. We should beat them. Um, I'd have to look up the rest of their schedule, and they're going to really need Edwards to step up this year. Yes, and they got to have what's her name Griffin back. She needs to come back and be what they, they are used to getting from her. But I think their biggest problem is going to be they're used to having a solid point guard to run. Right. And and not not saying Mule can't be that, but we all know Mule has been foul trouble prone. Um, she's been known to pick up some fouls um, that sits her on the bench. And Gino doesn't go past about seven or eight deep. So, will some of the freshmen that he had last year that he didn't play, will they see a lot of time? Um, freshmen coming in this year, how much time will they see? Um, so, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think that's one of the games we have to win, um, just mm-hmm. because of how depleted they are. Um, and 
how things have shaped up for him um, last the last uh, couple of years, although he still managed to get his teams to the Final Four. Um, this could be the year that um, he actually misses it um, with the way that the, the season is shaping up for um, key players that he's already either missing or uh, coming back from injury or whatever the case may be. What are your thoughts, Kemp? Um, yeah, I saw where um, Ducharme was held out in the exhibition game because she's got some neck issues. So I don't know when they'll have her back. And outside of her, Brady, that was their only, like, yeah, I was able to play the yeah. five outside of, I don't think D-Berry, I think, can play there, but she was more of a, a four-type player. Edwards can play the five as well. Um, so it'll be interesting because Edwards set some good screens, but his offense has always been reliable on those good screen players that can pick and pop like those and Tina Charles. Um, and so not having that, um, it'll be interesting to see. I'll say this is probably going to be one of Gino's hardest coaching jobs. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the schedule. I read a, um, an article, and, yeah, he said that this was going to be It's going to be a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they play Texas November 14th. They play NC State November 20th. Duke, Duke's not ranked, but – Still, they're they're pretty decent. November twenty fifth, they play Notre Dame December fourth, and then of course they play us in January, and they play South Carolina. So they do not have an easy path this year. Yeah. And you know, too, you know, those that out there just to get some sympathy. Oh yeah, and typically they have the personnel to win those games, but I don't know that he has the personnel. Yeah, I I I don't think so either. But I I just like how he throws that out there and say, "Hey, it's gonna be so tough. <laughs> We're gonna be so tough to to get through." And it's like, dude, you still got like nine or ten All Americans. Just play them. Oh yeah. Other coaches yeah, play exactly. Some other coaches just look. I gotta go to my bench. I may not want to play this player, but I have to play them. He gets top five players and six and they them, sit. and then have excuses as to why they may not be that good because they're sitting there, the number five overall recruit of their class, throw them out there, let them figure it out. Mm -hmm. They're they're pretty young. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I mean, I don't even know. Do they even have a senior on their team? So I've got their roster pulled up. They have two grads. Yeah, Deshaun. Other than them. Yeah, Deshaun, I think, is her last year. And then who else? Who else is a Grad person. Um, Lou so. Lopez Finishaw. Is that the one they got from? Lou is the one they got from like one of the other schools. She transferred in, right? Yeah, Fairfield, and, and then yeah, they got Dorka from Ohio State. She's supposed and that's to be it. a scoring machine. Um, fair, yeah. uh, she was a scoring machine at Fairfield, but that's a different level of competition. Yeah, that's that's mid major. What she's very different level, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, she'll get initiated for sure. Mm -hmm. I wonder how Dorf is doing (laughs) after that. Um, surgery, surgery. yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, but that's the wrap on the um non conference. Let's go to key in conference games. Um, we know, um, as, as fans of. 
the Lady Vols as well as all of women's basketball, um, that every game in the FCC is a battle, one through um, the top teams to the lowest teams. So um, every night somebody can get beat. You stand a better chance if you're one of the top seeds, but every night you got to give your best because somebody's going to be looking to take you out. Um, so we have, of course, the LSU game, January 30th, we play in L- in Baton Rouge. Um, one of the games I'm looking forward to, um, all, all the reasons, Moki's won, but not just her. <laughs> um, just the fact that she always does this, and this is my personal opinion, you guys can agree or not. She always does this thing that when she has all this talent, she schedules all of the greatest teams. But when she doesn't have talent or not the top talent she feels she should have, she schedules the soft – she has the softest non-schedule. I think we're their first-ranked opponent, and we played them like January 3rd. Yeah, that's almost three months into the Correct. schedule. Yeah, they don't play a non-conference-ranked team. Exactly. So, not to my knowledge. That's embarrassing. So, with all of – yeah, it's it's ridiculous. You, you schedule like that, and then outside of us and who's in your conference are your only ranked teams, and then you wonder why you get into the tournament and you almost lose to Jackson State, and you almost used to – you can't make that excuse like she did last year and say, well, these teams were scheduled before I got here. Well, if that's who Nikki Fargus scheduled, that schedule was a lot better than the one you scheduled. I was going to say, Nikki wasn't afraid for of a challenge. Exactly. So it's I, that's one of the games I'm definitely looking forward to, um, just because I think when you look at their roster and um, Flage. Yeah, good old Flage. And they've got are – are you still there, Mike? Yeah, I'm still there. Okay, cool. Um, they have a few pieces that you just you wonder how their chemistry will be, um, and then and then so you got to go and compose because um, they have a lot of trash stuffers. Let's put it that way. So um, <laughs> we, we just got to be able to play our game and not fall for the trash talking and the throwing of the jacket um, and the stomping and the laying on the floor that 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 Moki has been known to do. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> She's got six transfers and one JUCO player on the roster. Now, we have a lot of transfers, too, but I think she, she beats us. There. So it'll be interesting to see how it all comes well, together. The, the difference in that is, is Kelly added those transfers to add to, not to. Yeah. Right, not to build. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's filling gaps. Yeah. Any other thoughts on LSU before we move to the next game? I just hope we take it to them. That's all, and we should yeah, be able to. That's my hope as well. I think. I think <laughs> if there's anyone play. I want us to beat, yep, um, it's definitely them, and and beat pretty, uh, pretty well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Next game, Arkansas, February sixteenth. It's an away game. This is interesting for a many many reasons. They have a lot of talent, a lot of um, untapped talent, I believe. Um, I don't think neighbors has really understood what the SEC play is. Um, he has this run-and-gun style that he likes to do. And that was fine when he was in Washington with Kelsey. Um, but I don't think that works very well in the, in the, in the SEC. 
Um, but he has some size. He has great guard play. Um, mm-hmm. You guys know why I want to win this game. Um, I hope oh, as long sure. as somebody's there, they never beat us. Um, so I, I, I view that as a yeah, I do too. And they were, you know, they underperformed last year. They were 18 and 14. And, and that's what they've tended to do under neighbors, um, despite the talent they're able to bring in. Um, and they've got Poffin, what is it, Poffenbarger from yeah, UConn? Yeah. I'm curious yeah. to say her play. Me yeah. too. And she was actually, so I was doing some research last night, and she was AAU teammates with their point guard, Michaela Daniels. So that's yeah, interesting they put, that they're, they're, they're reunited. From yeah, I'm going to say they're from D.C., I, Maryland. Yeah. yeah. Out here, Western Maryland, not too far, Frederick area. Um, I know. Yeah, I, I um, figured you knew about Michaela. Um, Coach Michaela, she lives out here. Michaela comes back home and works out. Um, very often. Cool. So, um, they, Michaela's a very good point guard. Plays very well. I like her better off the ball. Um, but he and then they had they had a freshman point guard that was really well last year too. Sellers. Or, no, I don't think yeah. that's her name. What was her name? Looked it up yesterday. Um, but she was really well. And I think she missed like a couple of free throws against us last year um, that were very big free throws um, that kind of took them out of an opportunity to beat us. Um, yeah, I'll be curious, to, too, to see how Wolfenbarger is in her yeah. second year. I think that's the big uh, – the, the young lady that they had that played the five that didn't play much last year – I think her name is like Marion something with a D, I think. Yeah, Donna. Um, oh, yeah, Donna. If yeah. they can get her back and she's healthy this year, I think we can see Jersey playing where she belongs. And that's the four. Excuse me, I'm getting yeah. the four, four spot. She can handle the ball a little bit. I think it was a tough showing for her last year, having to bang with the bosses and the Samaris and the – Yeah, yeah. All a big she was not physically that. ready for that. Yeah, she had to go against Afua and Gusters, and and so it was hard as this young lady who's six five, maybe six six, but kind of a bang pole to be down there trying to bang with mm-hmm. the ladies who's been lifting and and banging in the in SEC for a couple of seasons. So um, that might, it'll be good to see how they transition um, from the pieces that he was able to add this year as well as the pieces he has coming back and and see what that dynamic is. Another game we're looking forward to is, of course, the South Carolina game. Um, one of the fan bases that we we love when it comes to us and our dislike for LSU, but also yep. one of the fan bases <laughs> that we tend to have issues amongst each other as well. We play them on the 23rd of February. It's going to be a huge game. We play them at home. This is a game that I really want. I really I want too. this yeah. game. Especially um, being at home. And yes, it's senior I, night, too. Yes. Oh, is that senior night for that game? Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, home game. Ooh, yep. that would be a beautiful gift for some of these ladies on our team. Yeah, and I think it'll You know, the, you, you mentioned well. something about their fans, Mike, and, and we can definitely um, get into spats with them at times. But then on the same, on the flip side, like you said, we're often on the same side too, and we're not playing each other. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a, a fun banter with the Carolina fans at times. And um, interesting fact too about Carolina, they're the only other team too that had three um, Naismith players of the year uh, with Boston, Bill, and Cook. So it's us yeah. in South Carolina that put three on 
player of the year list. Of course, we've got uh, Rakia, Jordan, and Tamari on that as well. So that's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah. Definitely I'm, fun. I'm intrigued to see how they how they like we're stacked depth wise across the board where players can play multiple positions. I think their biggest problem they have a lot of size, but they don't have a lot of diversity in, in positions. So. It'll be yeah. interesting to see with Raven coming back at the point guard spot and then Amir here plays some time there at the point guard. But now Cook's playing more point until Fletcher and Raven get up to speed. Um, Saxton's trying to transition to the three spot so that she can right. have a shot at the um, the WNBA. I think Don recognized um, playing Kiki a few years ago had Kiki been able to transition more to the three rather than the four, I think Kiki would have had um, a better opportunity her first year. She still, I think, could have a shot in the league, but I think this is Don recognizing, hey, I have this player who, let's face it, they don't win a championship without Saxton. Like, they just don't. They have Boston. They have the other pieces, Henny, but Saxton every night brought everything Every rebound, every loose ball, without her, yeah, she did all the little things that mattered. So I think this is a coach and Don trying to say, hey, I got this, like like uh, Coach Summers say, I got this mule, I'm a user, but I'm going to try to get her <laughs> to tap into some things we haven't gotten her to tap into um, for the betterment of her. So I, I respect that. Um, I think it'll come down to, for us, um, how well we shoot. Um, from the outside, um, if if we can't maneuver on the inside, I think that outside shooting ability goes in our favor compared to them. Um, they don't have as many outside shooters as, as we potentially have. So I think that'll be the, the matchup because we can go inside and we can go outside. Yeah, I'm really happy with the shooters we have this year. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely improved over last year. And bringing in Passat is just another weapon in our arsenal, so to speak, too. So um, they've looked good thus far in practice and exhibition. And we can shoot the ball. So that, it's good to see that. We've got some girls who can stroke that. I mean, Puckett, I mean, she was really good last year, Mike and Kim. But seeing her in person this year, yeah. she's got a different level of confidence about her. And she's even stronger. Um, yeah. So I see see her being really important in a game like this too, where, you know, they're going to be keying in on Rakia and Jordan, of course, and Tamari. Um, I but don't know if there's anybody that can stop Jordan Horston. Oh my gosh. Whether they're keying in on her no. or, or not. She's so athletic and sees the floor so well. And her even if she's not scoring, she's going to do everything else. Her upper body yeah. control is off the chain. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oh my gosh! I can't wait to see everyone play together this year. You know, we got we'll probably have to work out some kinks early on because we did add a lot of pieces. But I'm excited about the USB game being a home game. I think that's definitely going to help us. And that yeah. right there is going to that'll be the SEC regular season championship yeah. game. Yep. Whoever yep. wins that game wins. Yeah, I agree, and I like. To go back on what you said about Puckett, um, just I think after she hit that shot early on the season, we used to always say, "Hey, she's open, shoot it," and she would be kind of reluctant. I think once mm-hmm. she hit that shot and it, and it propelled us. I think this year, watching the exhibition game and some of the practice things, 
and her her seeing Rakia shoot that mid range consistently, I think it opened up her eyes to say, "Hey, I can shoot too. I can get out here and get this yeah. three pointer, but I can get this mid range shot." And not just Rakia, but you see what Marta does. So just that dynamic of having three players that are very similar in skill set, where one is really athletic and and Rakia, but then you have the other two who. Mata, who's a Swiss Army knife, can do it all. Yeah. And then you have Puckett, who can do everything that those two do and, and as well. So it just it just adds to what we have and what we're building. So that game, like you say, that South Carolina game will definitely be one um, that we all look forward to. I think it'll be a big, big, big matchup, I think. I, I would love for that game, if it's not on ABC, to be flexed on ABC somehow. It might be, you know, we did that. Wasn't it the South Carolina game last year that was national TV? Yeah, it, it should yeah. be. Because I think it, yeah, they had uh, game it day brings there. more fans. Yeah, I think it brings <laughs> more right. fans. In. I think it'll probably be another game day. Yeah. yeah. As it should. And then the last one for the key conference game that I'm looking forward to is the Kentucky game. We played them away. They, they lost quite a few pieces. But yeah. she's also brought in some pieces. But last year, the way we lost to them, I wasn't very happy. So I want to see them again. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, same thing. I mean, they got to find their identity. They're, they're not going to have Ryan Howard to, to save them. Um, and obviously, Dre Edwards, Hunt, Mass and Gill are all gone. Like you said, they've got a couple players in. But, I mean, this is a brand-new team. So I don't know what their identity will be this year, to be honest. Um so I'll be curious to see how um, Kyra does this year. Again, this is going to be a hard coaching job for her because she's been there. You know, she's had Ryan the whole time to um, – I hate to say save her. That's not the right term. I mean, she's a lady ball for life. But, you know, Ryan was able to save them at times. Um, like you so. said, save her. You were right. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah the first half of their season was – they were like 500. I also think – didn't Gail leave? I don't think Gil Yeah, did, did she retire? She may yeah, have even retired, if I'm not mistaken. I think mistaken. they say she retired. And, I, and from what I heard and gathered last year, she was um, instrumental in their turnaround when, when yeah. the season was pretty much over. She made a few key suggestions that Kyra listened to and, and it changed their season and helped them get the um, SEC conference tournament champion at the net that they love to wear on recruiting. But that's another story. Um, and, and I'll tell you, I want Kyra to be successful, just not in the SEC. Don't coach in the SEC. I mean, I always want I, a lady I, I totally for life agree. to succeed. Just not against I, us. I totally agree. So it'll be interesting to see without Gail there. I know they're starting off the season. The young lady that they just had had some um, health issues. Um, their post player Heron, or um, I forgot how you pronounce her. Oh name. yeah, that's right. But Heart issues, wasn't for, it? Yeah. So yeah. she'll be out for a little bit, and then they bring in a bunch of new new faces, um, a bunch of freshmen. Um, they bring a few people back. I think Blair Green is playing her Fitness final back. season. Yeah. What's the other young lady? Is it Leah? Um, um, or Robin Bennett. That's probably yeah, who you're thinking of. Fitting to be back. And then they had another post player, I think, like 6'3", um, um, girl that st didn't play the first half of their season, but ended up playing the second half. I want to say it's Leadback. Could I be? Naya Leverator, probably, 6'3", junior. 
Yeah, I don't know it. how to say her last name, but that's probably her. Yeah, that's who it is. Um, and she missed the first half of the season last year, but she's always been solid for them. And then they bring back um the young lady point guard last year. Walk, what's her name? Um, Jada uh, Walker. Yeah, her. And she, she was, was decent really, last year, actually. Yeah, yeah, she was really, especially for the SEC tournament. Um, yeah, she was real good for them. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, what what she's able to do, um, Elsie, with the talent she was able to um, bring in, the one she was able to keep, and also replacing who she lost. Because we can say, okay, Hunt didn't play up to what, um, but she got a lot out of um, Edwards, a whole lot for Edwards to be only five ten. Yes, yeah, she did. Um, and then you add Ryan, of course, the number one overall um, WNBA draft selection. And then um, um, Jazz um, Massengale, who, yeah. who gave gave a lot. Um, she improved a lot from her Lady Vol days to her days at Kentucky. Um, so not having her there as well is going to be huge because that was – I think all four of them were starters for her last year, right? Yeah, yeah, they were, yep. So and Gail is – Gail is still on staff, Mike, but she is no longer in a coaching role. She's a consultant of some sort. Special assistant. Okay. So, so, so yeah, she won't be an on-court coach. Yeah, she'll be called upon when needed. So, yeah. So it'll be but definitely a different role for her. Oh, and they have Maddie Share too, if you're, you guys remember oh, that yeah, name, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. she transferred in. But, you know, she only averaged, what, two, three points? Yeah. At Oregon. So we'll yeah. see how that turns out. And I think she's a Kentucky girl anyway, isn't she? She is, Kentucky? yeah. She so probably played with um, Brooklyn because I think yeah. she's from Florence. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see her coming back home and see how that dynamic is with her being She back. probably played with them on uh, Kentucky Premier. Yeah, that's my guess too. Yeah. Um, any other games you want to highlight um, or anything else we want to see? Oh, no, no game. I'm just glad Go ahead, the season's starting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to just ask the question, too. Um, obviously, we know Jordan, Rakia, and Tamari are going to be staples. But who do you see being as that other, I hate to say, up-and-coming star? But who do you see that next person being the star on the team? Uh, or people. Yeah. Choose two. You can choose two. I got my two pretty easily. Me too. <laughs> Go ahead, Kim. Uh, mine is Sarah and Marta. Okay. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> why? You want to tap into why? Well, I mean, Sarah is just so good fundamentally, and she is such a hard worker, and she is so smart, and, like, her confidence is just going to, like, I mean, she made it look effortless in the exhibition game, you know, making all the right reads. And then Marta does not even look like the same kid. You'd her, never know she was out for a year. Yeah. Her she handles, obviously worked her butt off. Her handles are so much better, and her decision-making is so much better. And she just looks like such a veteran out there. And She does. Not yeah. to mention, you're not going to out-physical Marta Suarez. I mean, you're not. Uh, 
Who you got, Mike? I, I'm gonna let you go first, Jess, because I'm uh, I can flip mine to I got like four, so I'm I'm trying to see if yeah. you pick mine. I know first. I'm I'm torn. I'm with Kim. I think Marta and Sarah are stars in the making, but I think they've actually arrived. Quite honestly, um, but I am really curious to see what Hollingshead can do once she gets comfortable. I am really excited about her, but I'm gonna go with Marta and Sarah. But then, you know, I've seen more of them. So I might be surprised with Jazz Pal and Jazz Franklin, too. But I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Marta and Sarah for now. Okay. How about who are yours, Mike? I'm, Top two, I'm and then go, you can name the other two. I'm going to go with – so I'm going to say my four, and then I'm going to say the two. So my four is Pal, Hollishead, of course, Franklin, and then I'm I'm gonna go with my my sleeper and test. Um, nice. when, when I look at the exhibition, well, my my main two were was um, Josh, uh, I mean um, Powell, and then Helen. We seen as Kelly ran the exhibition how she was using them. From what I saw from Powell, once she got going, some of the passes and just her ability to run the floor. We've been missing that for a while. And so yeah. being able to see her run that with Rakia on one side and Jordan on the other is going to be amazing. How quickly they get steals and are up the floor, how quickly she's able to get us in our offense. I'm excited to see how well she performs at this level. Um, she was in the Big Ten, and, you know, that's a different style of play. Um, so is, yeah. her coming to SEC – is going to be tremendous. And then when you look at what Kelly is doing with Jill, um, Jill was out there guarding two and three guards. Easily. Oh, she can move. And, yeah. and so to see that, and then when you see that dynamic, Kelly prefers to play Franklin behind Tamari. Like she prefers mm -hmm. to play um, Kean behind Tamari at that 6-1 able to rebound and put your body yeah. on somebody which gives Jillian the ability to roam and, and play and shoot. But you notice one of the first off the bench were Tess. And it's that yeah. confidence level. Tess does a lot of little things that we don't see. If we look at how she plays, she slimmed down a little bit from her first year. Next Last year, she took a step, and we saw her being able to guard better defensively. We know she can shoot, but then she start, now she's starting to focus and, and, and adding that to being able to shoot. And, and she's one of the first off the bench. So I think there's a reason why we see Kelly using her in that manner to be able to have that floor spacing and that ability to shoot between her and her, Justine, Marta, um, Sarah, leave, leave them open while they're on the floor. Yeah, exactly. And one thing, one thing to add about Tess that I know I've shared with you guys, I've heard from a, a current player too, like the, the great thing about Tess is that she fully understands her role and executes her role. And to be a great team, as you guys know, you got to play your role. And I think that's why we see Tess get so many minutes too. Like she understands her role. She executes her role and she's a great teammate. So, I mean, who wouldn't want someone like that on their team? And you hear her talking to her teammates on the sideline, on the floor. She's not afraid to the the Jordans, the the Rakeers, to be like, "Hey, no, this is where you're supposed to be. This is where oh, you, yeah. when they're getting them huddles, she's doing a lot of the talking." 
Um, so to see that, I, I, I really think she's going to be the sleeper because when she's out there, especially if she's with that group of Rakia, Jordan, um, Jazz, you throw Key in there, and, and what are you going to do, Sarah? What what are you going to do if Rakia's driving and then you collapse and she kicks it out the test? 70% of the time, Tessa's going to hit that shot if she's wide open. And so um, that, and if you rush at her too quick, the last year or so, she's been able to put that ball on the floor and get to the basket. Um, yeah. So it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Yeah, um, I think I think Tess is our version of what Kelly was. Yeah. To to me, just not up. in a point guard position. Yeah. 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 yeah I can see that. Yeah. And it's important. Not so. the most athletic person on the floor, but smart and understands what she needs yeah. to do and executes. And keeps everybody in their spot, gets everybody in their spots. And which I mean, I think yeah. Tess plays uh, very good defense. Yeah. yeah, she's gotten a lot better. Yeah. She improves she's every year. Improved. She's definitely improved. So before we, we start to let Jess close, let's, let's see where we are with our final season prediction do we win it all or just hit the final four what do you say i mean you got to say we win it all right yeah <laughs> yep, yep. i mean it's been the year of the volunteers so why stop now and you, and you know last year i said we was going to win it all and i think had we not succumbed to a few injuries um because we were hitting our stride before ken went out um, we found a way to win when Ray was down, and then we overcame that, and then Ken went down, and we overcame that, and then Jordan went down. And we overcame that, yeah. I truly believe that. I truly believe had we been able to um, have Jordan back um, after that, after at the in the Louisville game, I think we probably would have won it all last year. That's just my opinion, but I truly think we won it all this year. And so, I tell you, and I also think Jordan Horson will be SEC Player of the Year. She I should be. It. I love she it. She should be. I love it. I mean, um, all right. scored 17 points, had four rebounds, three assists, and two steals in 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't yeah, wait. I mean, it was against Carson Newman, but. Yeah. And it's no knock to anybody else. There's a lot of talent in the SEC a whole lot of talent, but I think um, her big, if if we ain't, were able to win it all, um, I could honestly see somebody from out, either her or her kid being a player of the year. And that's no knock on um, a player like Boston. Um, no, Boston's who, great. Who, who's more likely to kind of last few years run away with it, but I think this year with the talent that's within we, what we have, um, I think she'll have even the ch- challengers from us, as well as on our team, I think you you look at what um, a player like Isaiah Cook, if she's hot and hungry, could do for them as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see um, how the season plays out. But we all think at the end of the day, at the end of the year, um, we'll be cutting down the nets, and that'll be so fun to see. Um, after quite a few years of not not even getting to the final four, yeah. And I don't sure. know who who's going to be the first off the bench. If it's, I think it depends on the game. 
Yeah, probably Marta or Sarah, but I say one of ours went in um, six, six man of the year. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we so clean, too. clean up very well this this year in the postseason accolades. I definitely do. So, with all of those great things being said, and us hopefully having our final show of this season where we're we're national champions, I'm gonna pass it over to Jess so she can close us out. All right. Well, thank you guys again for tuning in to the Ball Log Podcast. Hopefully, we are your number one Lady Balls podcast. Uh, Kim, Mike, another great show. Really enjoyed talking about this season. I think we're all very excited. So continue to tune in. Continue to follow us on Twitter at Volog8. Um, also, you can check out our website at www.volog.com. We have some big things um, in store, some big plans that we have for the Volog. So just uh, continue to stay up to date with us. And you can stream us pretty much everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. So with that being said, thank you all. And as always, go Lady Vols. Go Lady Vols. Go Lady Vols. Go Lady Vols. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love it. Love it.